This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. There are two things in this universe that are infinite, space and time. There are also two things in this universe that you'll never have enough of, space and time. Before I wander down a physics rabbit hole, something that many employees feel is a lack of paid time off, whether it be to get away for weeks or just unplug for a day. Time off is a critical piece of work-life balance. Let's talk about this with the founder of Completely Inclusive, Kelly Braun Johnson. Hey, good morning, Kelly. Good morning, Dave. Kelly, let's start here. How important is time off and even more specifically paid time off for employees? Well, really apropos that you're asking this question, I'm getting over a cold. So <laughs> I, I've had to take a little bit of time off for myself. Um, but, you know, first of all, rest is is super important for everyone. We live in this capitalistic society that, you know, people have got this idea now that we everybody has to be productive and we don't value rest anymore. But rest is is really important. But the the conflict I think is that people are, uh, you know, our cost of living is going up, and people don't feel like they even have a choice to take time off, to take any unpaid days off. It's not possible in their budget, um, and I think that's um, a real serious problem right now. Kelly, you mentioned that you're getting over a cold. I'm in the middle of one right now. Uh, People might think of paid time off strictly in terms of vacation days, but how important are paid sick days? How how does that factor into this conversation? Well, you know, we also know that, especially with physical jobs, that tired people can't work as efficiently and and tired people actually aren't safe. They have more accidents. Um, So if if you're sick, you're recovering from something, or you just haven't rested enough, you just simply haven't slept enough, um, it can be a hazard in the workplace. Um, And I I hope that by now people have started to learn about the value of protecting other people at work. We really shouldn't go in sick. um, But I know, again, that conflict, people who are on an hourly wage, people who don't have hours that are guaranteed, um, they're having, they feel they have no choice, they have to go in. Or they're working, you know, part-time jobs. Often people that work part-time jobs work more than one part-time job. Mm. So even if they're sick, they're still going to pick the one that has the higher pay and they're still going to go in and they're going to sacrifice their health and their recovery and other people's health too, right? Let's come back to vacation time. Some companies offer things like unlimited paid time off for their employees Kelly, on the surface, sign me up for that. That sounds great. But there have to be some drawbacks to this model, right? So actually, from studies so far, from companies that do offer unlimited uh, paid time off or unlimited vacation, um, people are not taking their vacation. There's still this intense pressure uh, that they feel they have to be present, that they um, are scared that they're not going to look productive, that they're going to look lazy. Um, And so I think the kind of the balance to do this, I mean, yes, it has to come from the top down where they have to say, you have to take your time, you have to take some time. Um, And I feel that if the company is going to implement something like unlimited time off, they also have to implement a minimum number Mm -hmm. of days that every employee has to take. Kelly, I think about the model a lot because back when I was a real journalist, 
I remember I was a reporter for a local news station and they sent me to a tech company that offered that. And the owner told me, well, yeah, we offer unlimited paid time off. The only thing we ask is don't leave your coworkers in a bind. But it's almost impossible to think about it in that context because in the majority of companies, you're always working on something. Yeah. So that's the thing is that management has to kind of institute some sort of policy or uh, something about disconnecting, really, and about yeah. that you're not responsible for your coworkers' workloads as well, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That like backfill needs to be figured out in a in a sustainable way. Kelly, how would you describe work culture around allowing employees to truly unplug or disconnect while they're off work? I remember once a manager asked me to attend a meeting while I was on vacation, and I was like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, it would be really great if you could join us for this meeting. There's going to be some really cool stuff. I'm like, yeah, but I'm, but I'm on vacation. No. <laughs> and, and that's it. I think there have to be these really strict policies where, uh, you know, I know some places where after 5 p.m., no one is expected to answer any emails uh, on weekends, especially not supposed to answer any emails. Um, and so if we have this rule, no exceptions. So that means that it means that one person, even if they do make a mistake and they send something after five, nobody can respond. It's really important that it comes again from the, the, the management, from the leadership to say, this, we don't do this here. This is not how we work. Other places you might have been before, you might have felt burned. Um, that's how we did it there, but that's not how we do things here. So no answering of emails or calls after five, no expectations, nothing on the weekend, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very bad at that. <laughs> I'm very bad at that. Uh, Kelly, you are an entrepreneur. And oftentimes one of the things that goes along with being an entrepreneur is that expectation of availability of 24-7. Are you good at disconnecting while you're on vacation? I have the most amazing boundaries. I disappear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't give my um, I don't give my clients my personal phone number. So um, I disconnect everything. I turn off notifications on my phone so I don't get email notifications. So even if you are emailing me, too bad, so sad. Um, the only thing that I can't turn off, unfortunately, is LinkedIn messages. Because um, you have to pay. If you do pay, you can have a LinkedIn away message. Um, but what happens is people will, oh, they can't find me by phone. They can't be find me by email. Let's message her on LinkedIn. <laughs> um, and if I could turn that off, I absolutely 100% would. Um, but otherwise, I'm gone. Can't find me. Not to put too fine a point on this, but what do you think the magic number for paid time off offered to employees is? I'd say it probably has to be somewhere in the realm of like five weeks, maybe a little bit over 25 days a year, plus paid sick days. What do you think? If we had to put a number on it, where do you think the magic number is? I think it's probably around that. I haven't, you know, I haven't added up. I have this idea. I have a, a an idea I'd love to plant uh, for people where I feel that we should add up all the holidays. So religious holidays of the major religions and find the average number of days per year that they would celebrate so that we're not using only the Christian calendar for holidays. Mm, mm. We'd be using everybody's. And I think this would give everyone a really great number of holidays. You know, some religions have more than others. They have high holidays or minor holidays. It doesn't matter. Let's find an average. Um, and then, of course, if you have a truly diversified workplace, not everybody's going to be off at the same time, right? There's going to be different religions or 
or even if you're atheist, then you take the days as you wish. Um, so there's always going to be coverage. Some people are going to be working on Christmas. Some people are going to be working on Easter. Some people are going to be working during Ramadan. Um, some people are going to be working through Yom, Yom Kippur. So you always have coverage, uh, but everybody is getting a more equitable, I'd say, um, number of days off for holidays. And then there should be, of course, in addition, the regular stat days, your vacation days, and your paid sick days, mm-hmm. ideally. See, that's quite the seed you planted there. I like that a lot. Yeah, there, there are places like Ireland, for example, where you get where legally the minimum is four weeks of paid vacation, but there's about 12 stat holidays a year as well. So you factor all those things in together and it's like, wow, that turns into six weeks of paid vacation. Yeah, exactly. Gotta love those bank holidays, right? <laughs> yeah, gotta love a good bank holiday through and through. Well, Kelly, it's always a holiday when we get to chat with you. Thank you for making time for us this morning and we'll talk to you down the road in a couple weeks. Thanks. Feel better soon. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's Kelly Braun Johnson, the founder of Completely Inclusive. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.